When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, college lacrosse fans? We had uh, the PLL was off this week, so we're going to skip pro lacrosse this weekend. I didn't watch any. I am still rocking the Lyme disease, but I'm fighting through that. I got my trusty crutch over here. I'm down to just one crutch most of the time instead of two crutches. Apparently, Lyme disease brings with it knee problems, and mine is pretty, pretty brutal. So, and I'm wearing a dope sleeve under here that you can't see on my leg. So this episode, we're going to talk about the college game again. And I want to talk about three teams, Maryland, Syracuse, and Loyola. And I'm going to go through and I'm going to talk about some incoming guys. I'm going to talk about some of the recruit recruiting woes for Syracuse. We'll talk about some of the transfers. But first, as always, a little bit of shameless promotion. I had talked about a little while ago, we have these Maryland flag shorts. This is the second edition of our Maryland flag shorts. That's the back, actually. You can see these bad boys. They've got a dope design that kind of goes down the front leg down to the side. Maryland flag. They've got pockets on the back. That design kind of meshes into the side and then goes down the back of the leg. Uh, You'll see we have some pockets here somewhere. Let's see. Oh, yeah. We've got pockets mesh pockets and everything, but you can get these shorts right now on laxfactor.com. We actually have four pairs left in stock. We have two pairs of XL and two pairs of larges left in stock right now. So if you order them quickly, you'll get one of these pairs. If you want to pre-order for the batch that will arrive and ship early August, you can do that as well. Go to laxfactor.com and right from the homepage, you will see the um, the shorts. Uh, if you just scroll down on our homepage, we have a launch into the shorts where you can purchase those there. Also, another little bit of order of business here is um, Ryan Taggart. You win the little brother of war t-shirt for your comment on the last podcast where you talked about how there was the Michael Jordan flu game and then there was the Lax Factor Lime podcast. That was pretty funny. As always, we sell team gear too. Here are, uh, here's a reversible we did for a team a couple years ago, or actually one year ago about state school valedictorians. This was for a summer league or a tournament. I can't remember, but we do team gear, everybody. So if you need team gear, go to laxfactor.com. We also have swag. We have hats. We have shirts, t-shirts, everything, everything you could want from a lacrosse apparel standpoint. So go to laxfactor.com. Help us out. The best way you can help us, though, for sure, share this video, like this video, subscribe to the channel, get the word out uh, because YouTube doesn't always do a great job at that. And we thank you guys for helping us get over 7,000 subscribers. And now let's get into this. The Lax Factor Podcast. So first one I wanted to talk about was Maryland. Um, And it's kind of Maryland by proxy of Syracuse. Syracuse lost uh, one of their recruits here uh, this week, another top 50 recruit. They've lost two or three of them, maybe even four of them over the course of the last year. And and it's not, it's not all um, uh, teddy bears dying and things like that. So, all of the, the top teams in the country, they have kids that commit and they have kids that decommit. They have kids that show up and don't like their first year and then they transfer. Maryland's no different. Now, where 
teams do a better job than Syracuse, teams like UVA, Maryland, Dukes of the world, is they do a better job at convincing some of these kids to redshirt. That's been Syracuse's biggest problem. When it becomes apparent that Syracuse is going to redshirt a kid, oftentimes these days that five-star or highly touted four-star recruit, they're ditching to go someplace where they can play. And this is this is the case with the kid from Victor that uh, just decommitted, I believe. And, and, but let's go back to Maryland here. A good example of Maryland keeping a top recruit and then redshirting said recruit is uh, 2019's number seven overall player, Nicholas DeMeo. Highly touted attackman, incredible lacrosse player. He redshirted in 2019 because if you looked at Maryland's attack, they were freaking loaded on attack. And that's a similar scenario in terms Syracuse wasn't loaded on attack, but I'll, I'll get into that. Uh, and then, so teams like Maryland, their, their, their culture is to the point here now where they can convince a top kid to come in and not play right away. Maybe some of these kids at Duke, at Virginia, oftentimes these kids will get midfield rotations. Um, in, in Syracuse uh, in the past, maybe a, a spot on man up. I know a kid like Brad Voigt had, had been on the Syracuse man up team, I think two years prior to this season coming up where he finally ends up being a breakout attackman this year. So Maryland, Virginia's, the Dukes of the world uh, are just simply just doing a better job of getting of convincing these kids once they're on campus to redshirt. But that's partly because of the school where it is. I mean, who wants to go up and and live in the winter uh, uh, hell hellhole that is Syracuse? So I think that's one of their problems. But uh, staying with the Maryland theme here, one of the kids that I really like. Uh, that's coming into Maryland this upcoming year is uh, Ryan Syracusa. Now, I, I don't know if I got that name, Syracusa, Syracusa, which he should have gone to Syracuse with a name like Syracusa, Syracusa. He, he's a four-star kid, and he is out of Georgia. So a lot of people, when you look at kids from non-hotbeds, but Georgia slowly or quickly becoming a hotbed, he, he, he hasn't played against the best competition all the time, but this kid can ball. And what I really like about him as I roll a couple of the highlights of him is he's a Maryland attackman through and through. The reason that teams like Maryland, Syracuse, Duke, Virginia, Loyola, Penn State, the reason these teams do well is because they don't just recruit the, the five-star kids. They develop the four-star kids. And the Syracuse kid, or Syracuse, he's one of these kids that I think that Maryland could develop into one of their, like an, a Maryland you know, red blood attackman. And the reason is he looks, he, he, he can dodge and play well off ball. And he's kind of a lanky, odd, odd dodger a la Logan Wisnowskis, although he doesn't have the frame of a Wisnowskis, but he fights like a caged animal, similar to like a Jared Bernhardt. So you look at this kid play and he's almost like a perfect hybrid between uh, Wisnowskis and Bernhardt. So I just wanted to drop his name here. Ryan Sarasusa out of Georgia. Kid's a four-star recruit, but I think that he fits the mold perfectly for Maryland. And the reason I bring him up is because these teams recruit players that fit their schemes better than anybody. And that's why it's not just that they're drawn the Blue Bloods. The Blue Bloods and, and the, the, the five-star recruits, they don't always pan out. And, uh, and, and that's been the case with some of Syracuse's in the past. Syracuse's relied off transfers. So kid to watch out for. It may take him to his junior year to get on the field. I don't know how, how his talent's going to translate to the division one game into Maryland. I just liked the kid. I saw his tape and I thought he was worth, worth mentioning. Now we get to, uh, Camden Hay, uh, the, the kid from Victor that just flipped from Syracuse to Albany. Ty Zanders reported it first. He decided to ditch Syracuse, headed, headed to Albany, and that's a huge pickup for the Danes. The kid, he's an incredible attackman. Is it the end of the world for Syracuse? No. The kid wasn't going to get on the field. I hear a lot of people saying by the time he's on the field, I think he would end up coming in in 2020. 
uh, I don't know, spring of 2020 or 21. He wasn't going to be on the team this year anyway. He's he's got one more year, I think, uh, at Victor, if I'm correct. But regardless, he wasn't getting on the field. You know, sure, people were saying, well, what about Rafis graduating after next year and blah, blah, blah. But that's not how Syracuse has rolled. You haven't seen a freshman attacker get on the field and, and get valuable minutes. Rafis did as a freshman towards the end of his freshman year. He started getting quality time. I know Solomon got a little bit. But mostly, Syracuse has relied on their attack over the last five, ten years even. Uh, they've relied off veterans and, and transfers for the most part. Uh, Dylan Donahue was a huge transfer that Syracuse had uh, many moons ago. And they've developed their talent into attackers that get to play. You look at a guy like this year, like Bradley Voigt, who uh, contributed but didn't play a whole ton, you know, didn't play a whole ton outside of man up and some pickup minutes here and there until this year. And he tore it up this year. Syracuse loves to develop talent. You look at the development of Nate Solomon, you know, he ends up, ends up being one of the top, I'd say 25 attackmen in the country by his senior year. Rafis had a down year this year, but I think he'll bounce back his senior year. But once again, he's a, another solid attackman that has earned his right to play. Syracuse red shirts, a lot of guys, and that's been one of their problems. I think that a lot of these kids are thinking, Hey, I'm from upstate. I'm a Syracuse fan, but I also like Albany. Kid from Victor. Boom. Let's go to Albany because he he has a much better chance at playing at Albany as a freshman. And that's not even a guarantee as he as he does at Syracuse with a crowded. And people are going to say, what about Syracuse's attack line? You know, they're not crowded. Who's going to be the third attackman? Well, I tell you, it's going to be either um, Cook or or Dordovic, I think, will be the third attackman. You're going to have a Rafis, Scanlon, and either Cook or Dordovic attack line for Q's this year. So it's not a big deal. They lose this kid. Yes, but they pick up Chase Scanlon. Uh, and then one thing that people aren't talking about is the recruit that they haven't lost yet. The JJ Lewandowski or Lewandowski, a kid out of IMG Academy. I'll roll some highlights of him as well. This kid, very much of the Chase uh, Scanlon mold. He fits very well in the Syracuse offense uh, offensive scheme. He can play off ball. He can dodge. He can pretty much do everything as well. He can shoot from outside, shoots well down the alley on the run. Uh, so this kid, a midfielder, could probably see time at various places. He's, he's got he's the type of kid that fits perfectly with that Syracuse midfield, and I think that he he'll be one that will actually probably get time. Uh, next year, I think that he looks a lot like a Jamie Trimboli in in the sense of how well he dodges down the alley and shoots on the run. He uh, looks a lot like these Syracuse midfielders that can just light it up from out top. The kid can I call I talk a lot about quick dodges where he can catch a pass. 10, 12 yards out, two, three-step dodge into shots. Um, so this Lewandowski kid's going to be the real deal, I believe. We'll see if it translates to time as a freshman um, because Syracuse's midfield is pretty loaded already. But I think that he may be able to weasel some time on that that second line, maybe even the top of the third line uh, for Syracuse. And depending on how injuries go, he may get time. He is a solid player, and he's a kid that if Syracuse has been losing all the recruits. Not many people have talked about the quality they have coming in. They have another kid coming in from IMG Academy, uh, an attackman. I believe the, the kid from Vestal can ball too. Um, uh, JT, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank on him. But moral of the story, Syracuse is going to be okay. The, the addition of Scanlon just undid two years of mediocre uh, recruiting, uh, in, in, and I, I say that, but they've still landed some really solid guys. What I mean is... Everyone at Syracuse wants that five-star blue chip, uh, and we haven't gotten that in a handful of years, but we have developed the talent we've gotten incredibly well, and I dare say they maybe are doing a better job recruiting than they have in the past because you can start to see the roster depth piling up 
all the way through. We have talent in every class on this team right now. And uh, you can tell, obviously, I'm a Syracuse fan for those that are just tuning in for the first time because of the Maryland plug. Before I get into any more, though, seriously, guys, Maryland, Maryland flag shorts. Let's go. These things are sweet. You can go to laxfactor.com and get yourself a pair. They really are nice. All right. Now I want to talk about Loyola. Uh, we talked about Syracuse, Maryland, what they have coming in, uh, You know what Syracuse has lost and why. I want to talk about Maryland because here they lose uh, Chase Scanlon to Syracuse and they pick up Riley Shea, Say Sao. I don't know how to pronounce his name, sadly, and I don't care. Um, they pick this uh, transfer up from Bellarmine, who is a solid pick. Now, this does not replace Chase Scanlon by any means, but what it does do, Chase Scanlon's solid and this kid is built in that mold. When you watch his highlight tape, I watched a couple of highlights of him. Uh, playing at Bellarmine uh, this past season. When you watch it, he he's solid. The kid can dodge. The kid can shoot. The kid's good off ball. And he carries his stick even to a degree like Scanlon. So he does not have Chase Scanlon numbers. But then again, he played for Bellarmine. But this kid's coming off a freshman season at Bellarmine where he goes Bellarmine. I think people are going to yell at me. It's not Bellarmine. I think it's Bellarmine. I'll say it right. Uh, 30 goals, 9 assists for 39 points. So he proves that he can distribute a little bit when called upon. He, and he puts up 30 goals as a freshman uh, for a Bellarmine team that struggled this year. I think they even lost. Uh, maybe they beat Utah now that I, I can't even see. My brain's still not working. But moral of the story, Loyola, everyone's like, well, what's Loyola going to do now? They lose their Twartan winner in um, um Pat Spencer, so you can tell I'm not fully with it still. And then they lose Chase Scanlon. They lose guys to graduation. So what are they going to look like? Loyola's going to be okay. They have a lot of roster depth, a lot of guys that are just waiting for their chance to perform, and they will perform. But picking up a transfer like this kid, I suspect this kid will get time right off the bat, and I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up on the on, on one of their first lines getting time trying to kind of replace Scanlon. Because from a scheming standpoint, you take a player who may not be as – quite as talented as Scanlon and you put a player in who at least has that style and is very capable in the same ways, uh, that's that's good for your scheme. And that's not a huge drop-off then in terms of production even. It's it's a drop-off in terms of production, but not terribly. A kid that puts up 30, you know, 39 points as a freshman at the D1 level is always going to be legit. So so uh Riley Say, Say, Shay, whatever his name is, he's a huge pickup for Loyola. That is that's just an excellent, excellent snag. So moving forward, what are we going to do here on Tuesdays? I'm going to be back doing shows every Tuesday, probably we're going to mix it here. Uh, the, the Just doing the pro lacrosse podcast has not proven to do well. You guys just aren't watching it. Everyone, everyone wonders why the pro game hasn't excelled and done well in the sport of lacrosse. And it's because even where uh, we want to bring you information about it, people just don't care. They're just not tuning in. So I put that on the leagues um, and I don't put it on. A lot of people say, well, if the fans don't support it, it's never going to work. Well, give us a product uh, that's that we, we feel like we can support. Now, I'm very pleased so far with the way the PLL's gone, at least in terms of their marketing. I think the quality of play, you know, is going to continue to improve and everything like that. But I think the PLL is the real deal. As I've said it, and I'll say it again, the only place I think they totally screwed the pooch on was not giving the team a region uh, to call home, even if they only played in that region or that in their home base one time the whole season. Maybe they'll fix that hopefully next year. But moral of the story, we're not going to ditch the pro game. It was PLL was off. MLL, I didn't watch any this weekend. So next weekend, we'll pick back up. And I think we're going to start doing a hybrid. I think we'll start covering some of the college game. Uh, we'll talk about transfers. We'll talk about, we'll watch what some of these new uh, commits are doing in summer ball and talk about that a little bit. And then we're going to talk about gear and things like that. So that is it for this week. Short show. 
Thanks for tuning in, though. We will be back next week, and I'll get back in the groove. We'll get some more highlights to cut in. I'm going to uh, you know, slowly but surely work this back in. But as always, get yourself a pair of these Maryland flag shorts. These are sweet, especially if you're a Maryland fan. I'm not. I'm a Cuse fan, and I you know, grew up despising Maryland, and I still rock these. Uh, I, don't, I try not to go out in public too much. Uh, they even have the black drawstring, so that's pretty dope. So go to laxfactor.com. Get yourself some swag. Thank you for watching, and we are out of here.